most shocking and really unacceptable uh, fact is a, a, an estimate that the Centers for Disease Control put out about three years ago that said that one out of every two black men who has sex with men will become infected with HIV in their lifetimes if current rates continue. This is Scott Trent. Scott Trent actively works for the Triad Health Project to prevent and treat people living with HIV AIDS. He and his co-workers are very up-to-date on issues regarding HIV AIDS. While it is more common to find people in the United States doing such work, I will be discussing the issues and prevalence of AIDS in Malawi. HIV is a virus that attacks a person's immune system, preventing them from fighting off infections well. Another way of looking at it is that you've really got to be doing something very, very intimate with a person in order to become infected. Um, it doesn't just pass from one person to other through handshakes, through sharing food, uh, through drinking after a, a person or using the same restroom as them or using the same towel as them or any of those things. This infection is very scary to think about. Even though there are medicines to help this virus in its early stages, people who lack access to health care do not have the chance to help themselves get better, so this infection tends to be more prominent in developing countries. In a small country in Southeast Africa, HIV-AIDS is very common. This country is Malawi. Malawi is a rural country where the village people live far from health care. If there is health care close to them, often it does not deal with serious cases. Sometimes it has no supplies to even deal with minor injuries. They often are moved to another facility. The village people know that rural clinics may be of no help and the clinics in town are very far away. With 9.2% of its population with HIV AIDS, accessible doctors are needed to be in the area with supplies for possible patients. Malawi's neighboring country, Angola, has an HIV AIDS rate of 2.1. The United States has a rate of 0.3% of HIV AIDS. The prevalence of this disease in Malawi is alarming. People living in Malawi have many factors to why they would rather live with HIV AIDS than do treatment. Even while antiretroviral drugs can be free of cost, bus fare can be very expensive for the people living in rural areas. Also, many people do not want to get tested out of fear of being shunned from their community. While taking the treatment, the patients have to have food and water to take it with. Sometimes the village people do not have enough food and water to take the pills consistently. Another big issue is when people do get tested. It is often in the late stages of AIDS where there is little to be done to prolong their life. These are a few factors why this country has such a high rate of HIV AIDS. Some of these factors that people in Malawi deal with are similar to those in the United States. There is the question of transportation. You know, we can give them bus passes. We do. I mean, we give we give clients bus passes so they can you know make their appointments and that sort of thing. But you know, you don't have a car. You're reliant on public transportation. It's not always there. It's not always available. Um, you. It's not easy. You know, and that's just to get us. You know, to to get them here. If they need to get to the pharmacy to pick up their meds, that's a whole other. That's a whole other trip. Um, how they're going to keep their bills paid? You know how they're going to, um, you know how they're going to keep a roof over their heads. I mean, that's it's it's an ongoing challenge for lots and lots of people. 
There are three stages to this virus. The first stage is acute HIV infection. In this stage, it is very easily transmitted. One of the first things that they would, uh, first symptoms that they would notice would be um, the kind of symptoms you would associate with, uh, with the flu. It's really super high fever, night sweats, uh, and it's the kind of flu or like the kind of symptoms that are going to last for weeks. It's going to be like the worst flu that you've ever had. Also things that you might notice during that time is uh, increased yeast infections, uh, thrush, which is a, another kind of a yeast infection that you get in your throat uh, that does not respond well to treatment. The second stage, chronic HIV infection, there are generally no HIV symptoms, but it's still very easy to pass on to others. If the virus is left untreated, it results in AIDS, which is the most serious form of the virus. With the immune system compromised, it makes it harder to fight off infections. There is no cure for AIDS, but it can be prevented by the treatment for HIV, which is called antiretroviral therapy. We've also got a new, um, a new form of prevention uh, that's called PrEP, which is a one-a-day pill of a, right now, the only drug that's, ava that's available um, for use as PrEP is a drug that's called Truvada, and it's been used for the treatment of HIV for a number of years, but it's now also being used for the prevention of HIV. A person taking PrEP once a day provides themselves with about a 99% protection against HIV in the case that they are exposed to the virus. There's no better, you know, prophylaxis out there. There's nothing that works better than that. Uh, but unfortunately, here in North Carolina, way too few people know about it. We've got all the tools that we need to, to end this epidemic. We've got, tr you know, you think of, um, there's a, a good sort of equation that we use these days, which says U equals U, and that stands for undetectable equals untransmittable. Uh, treatment is the key to that. If we can identify all you know, all the cases, you know, every you know, all the people out there that are living with this, uh, living with this virus, and get them in treatment. And there's no reason why we can't. You know what I mean? The 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 medications exist. The ability to get the medications to people does exist. If we can do that, we will dramatically cut the number of new infections. This podcast was scripted and produced by McKinley Durham as a part of the 2019 Global Health Course at Guilford College.